you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy of one man. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Right, and welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Afis, and with me as always is Devin, and we are going to go through a bunch of stuff here. We're going to tackle SmackDown, the premiere of Friday Night SmackDown on Fox, uh, as well as Hell in a Cell that happened on Sunday, and then touch on Raw, uh, the Raw after Hell in a Cell to give you some of the aftermath of, of what had happened post Hell in a Cell. So just a little bit of a preview there, but let's start things off with Friday night smackdown um let's let's talk about just like just the general feel it was kind of interesting they had like a a kickoff show for friday night smackdown like a pay-per-view yeah it was was that pay-per-view feel man it it felt big it felt you know like you had a whole bunch of celebrities there it it just it just really felt uh very important yeah Uh, they they had the blue carpet there you know they had uh, interviews with with all the different wrestlers well well, some of the different wrestlers like charlotte with her father rick you Mm -hmm. know and uh just talking to them um yeah it was it was interesting i I liked the feel of that and like previewing things they interviewed seth rollins a little bit beforehand too um so even their uh what is that their fox anchor uh aaron andrews there you go yep she was there as well she was there interviewing some of the wrestlers so it was cool man they had a funny opening skit with uh, Michael Strahan and Becky Lynch, and he was giving oh, a yeah. tour of like the set of uh, Fox, and you know, just kind of going through everything. You saw Braun Strowman in the back, kind of messing around with with some of the you know different people at at the Fox Studios. So that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, it was an interesting field, and it de- and they had the Fox Sports opening for it. So you know, you had like the what was it, the, the football robot or whatever that yep, was there. And, yeah. And they were showing like, hey, the Fox, the home of, you know, and it was like football and you saw like the, the World Series, I think is going to be on Fox. So they showed that and they were saying and SmackDown. I'm like, oh, OK, so Fox Sports, SmackDown, like they're mixing it up with they really want that sports feel. So it yeah. felt it felt nice. I did like the the opening. Uh, the New Day um, was out there. To, well, minus Kofi to unveil the look of the new set. Um, and let's talk about that a little bit. What do you? How do you feel about the new set, dude? That that new set looks hard. Like man, it is magnifique. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a damn good set, man. Uh, yeah. No, they definitely put some money into it. It's different. It's just uh, I like the background of it. So basically, when the when the wrestlers comes out, you kind of focus on the theme when they're coming around route route uh, coming out uh, dead center. So, yeah, I, I like the stage, man. I definitely love the entrance. Yeah, it's like um, it's basically almost a tunnel, but it's like the tunnel was like front, like um, it's kind of hard to describe it. You have to kind of see it. But it's like these half circles that they have. And each of those circles is an LED. And so um, it's kind of like just picture like a tunnel, but then cut like a like a not a cheese grater. But just imagine like it's a thin slice for for one of the circles. And then there's another circle, another circle. And each of those circles have lights. 
And so for like, you know, um, Kofi Kingston, let's just use him. They'll have different colors on each of those circles if they want to, or they can have them pulse or they can have just things happening with those. And it adds a, an interesting look to the overall set. So I really did like that. Um, yeah, it felt it felt massive. And at the same time, there's an interesting way that it'll focus things on the wrestler that comes out or the wrestlers that come out if it be a tag team. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Definitely something to see. Um, obviously, seeing Pyro 2, you know, mixed in with it was really awesome. And they I, I read something about lasers being a big thing. And I'm, when I read it, I was like, lasers? Like, what? why is that a big thing? But um, I actually think the lasers kind of look cool on some of the entrances. So I really did like yeah, it. it did. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was definitely a cool, cool look to the stage uh, like that a lot. Um, and, yeah, we opened up the show with uh, the man, Becky Lynch. Um, you know, she came out. And, you know, had a couple of words, you know, kind of hyping up her match coming up on Hell in a Cell with Sasha Banks. But uh, Baron, uh, King Corbin, I should say, came out to interrupt it, tried to cut her off to say, uh, you know, I know what you're going to say. You know, we don't want to hear from you. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the usual uh, heel thing to say. And before he got to saying like, oh, everyone really wants to talk about King Corbin, uh, the Rock's music hit. And we all knew the Rock was going to be there. We just didn't know what capacity or who he was going to interact with. I was kind of surprised that it was he's going to interact in this segment. Um, not surprised that he was interacting with Becky, but more so he was, that he was interacting with King Corbin. So that's a big, uh, really nice uh, uh, rub for Corbin, for sure, yeah. being able yeah. to interact with The Rock. Um, and Rock was in rare form, man. Like he, he, and he's got this, this part of the gig. That's down. your favorite wrestler, man. That's my guy. That's my guy. Number one. I mean, so him and Stone Cold is like one and one A. You know, it's, it's, it's hard. If, you know, gun to my head, if I have to choose, you know, it's going to be The Rock. But, you know, Stone Cold has a big place in my heart, too, man. Like, it's, it's a really tough choice between the two of those guys. But, um, yeah, here The Rock just saying for me, I know Rock is done. He's pretty much retired. We're not probably going to see him in a in a wrestling capacity, at least a full wrestling capacity any time. Yeah. You know, probably he did say on Twitter that he quietly retired. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's cool, man. Like, he's done all he needed to do. There's nothing for him to prove in the wrestling world. The movie scene is where he's living at. And he's, you know, the the highest or the most successful uh, actor right now in Hollywood in terms of box office. So yes. he's got his hands full for sure when it comes to that. But, you know, every once in a while, just see having these appearances is cool. If he did this like once a year, man, I'd be good. So, you know, he, he showed up. And yeah, he's just uh, you know messing with the cameraman, like putting I forget I don't know what it was that he threw over the camera for a second, but he, he, he took off his jacket and he, and he, he uh, threw it on the camera. That's threw it on the camera. What, that's yeah. what it was. <laughs> so that was kind of a little, a little funny bit. Uh, comes in the ring and yeah, he's he's uh, Becky actually went face to face with him for a minute, you know, because that's that's her thing, right? She's the man. She's gonna stand up to anybody. But then it's it kind of like I don't know. They kind of cracked the smile. Did a handshake, like a synchronized handshake. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, just showing that they're aligned on the same page. And uh, he just kind of looked at Corbin and walked off. So I like that. Uh, went up, did his pose. And just like the camera and everything caught like the big rock on the Titan Tron with him posing. I'm like, damn, they, they, this is just a perfect image right here. So anyway, uh, getting to their little segment here. Uh, it's just fun back and forth. You know, basically the rock putting over Becky and just destroying Corbin. Um, the, the funny, I guess the, the standout moment is when, um, Corbin tried to cut off the rock and was saying, you know, shut up, you know, this is not your ring anymore, blah, blah, blah. And he just kept going on and on. And then the, the, the rock was like, man, I've got this one. I've got this one. Let me take this one. And then he started giving Corbin credit and saying, you know what, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're an actual badass. And then Becky's like, wait, rock, 
are you trying to say he's a super tough dude? And then, <laughs> and already I knew where that was going. When she said it like that, I'm like, you, you, okay. You're saying it out there like that. Just think of the acronym. You know where this is going. So, yeah. you know, The Rock is like, I'm about to make you famous or give you something that's going to stick with you forever. And, you know, people are going to be chanting this everywhere you go. STD and just the crowd started chanting it and then Becky was like yep that's gonna stick with you forever for sure <laughs> so that was pretty cool um and uh, hey, hey, when I saw ahead. that I instantly got a flashback moment when Edge kind of did that to Kurt Angle with the whole you suck oh, yeah. uh, and that's how the whole you suck chant started yeah. because of Edge I think, I think it was on Smackdown if I believe Really? Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that 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 segment there with well, the fact that Edge was part of the reason why that started. Yeah, that's it. Some, it just happens like that sometimes where yeah. they'll they'll say something and that just sticks with a, a wrestler forever, sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. Um, and part of me it, while watching this was like, this either is going to work really well for Corbin or this might be the end of Corbin because the Rock sometimes, the way that he will just destroy someone verbally, I feel like he has the ability to end your career. He really oh, can. He can. He can bury you. Man, like with Billy Gunn, he had this one promo back in the day where he just was just destroyed Billy Gunn. Like Billy Gunn was on a, on a nice little uh, rise when he had gone solo. And it seemed like, okay, maybe Billy will be one of those next guys to be a heavyweight champion. And then he had a few with The Rock. And I think it was leading up to a SummerSlam pay-per-view and it was the whole like he just made Billy seem like a little like like sorry a little bitch basically yeah. you know just like the whole but my name's Billy it doesn't matter what your name is like you know and going on and on and like picking picking him apart and Billy didn't was not really I mean no one's really on the rocks level but there was no retort there was no like yeah, going back to rock yeah so you know it's just what it was but uh, anyway so you know. Corbin, you know, is just getting roasted, getting torn apart. Eventually, you know, they he takes his his uh, little king crown off, the cloak off. They're trying to, they're about to go at it, and Rock and Becky team up, um, beat him down. They're you know, both doing their their respective moves to him. Uh, there was a rock bottom in there. There was a uh, Becky, you know, did it, did her kicks and just knocked yeah. him down. I think she did uh, a leg drop too, and a leg drop. That's right, yep. she did a leg drop, kind of synchronized stuff. Yeah. And we got a people's elbow, which was awesome to see. So, you know, the night the night started off really well. Fun way to start things off. Um, so really loved that. It was. And what, what it showed, too, like, man, like, I think we talked about this last week, that Becky is definitely in the face of WWE. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, spoiler alert, that that was even more uh, made apparent at Hell in a Cell and oh, yeah. everything going on at Hell in a Cell. Like yeah. that, that was, that was also another thing there, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, so yeah, that, that we're, so basically we're just going to do a couple of more quick hits before we move on to Hell in a Cell, because that's really the big topic of discussion from this weekend. But, yeah. um, you know, just to run down kind of what else happened on, on SmackDown, uh, Becky and Charlotte ended up going against Bailey and Sasha. Uh, they won that tag team matchup. Um, it was a it was a solid matchup. I really don't want to go into much detail there, but um, that was the finish there. Um, we had the matchup with Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. The latter match to see who would get fired um, in the end. Kevin Owens, surprise, surprise, he won. Uh, told that was actually pretty good. It was it was decent, but part of me through the whole thing was just like, 
like Jesus, I just want this to be over. To be honest with you, you know, like it, 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 you got your nice spots, you know, like Shane yeah. going coast to coast and but Shane was having bumps though too. He was, he was. But part of me too is like, this isn't the last time we're gonna see Shane. It's gonna be the last <laughs> time we see him for a while. But he's gonna be back. He's not fired. We're not idiots. Well, you know, so- up on NXT. Oh God, no! Please, come on! <laughs> no, 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 no! That's the no BS brand. Okay, they've said it. They put it up there. So, and that would definitely be BS. Now uh, he can go to Raw. You know, if they want to do that, like he's yeah. fired from SmackDown, but he switches to Raw. Cool. Then him and Kevin can be separated, unless Kevin gets drafted to Raw, which would be funny. But um, you know, not not funny. Like the the prospect of that feud continuing uh, in that little loophole yeah. would suck. But it kind of would be funny too. I don't know. That that's that's interesting. Um, but yeah, overall, like, okay, so you had a good impression of the matchup. Um, I just, again, was just happy to see it end. So that's, that's just how I feel about that. Um, and then we had a eight man tag match. Uh, let's see the competitors of that match on one side, it was Braun Strowman, the Miz and heavy machinery on the other side. It was AJ, Randy Orton, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode. Um, and in this matchup, let's see who won this matchup. Did it even fit? It? It, oh, it was it was Braun's team that won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Braun's team won. And uh, in the middle of it, there was a look, Tyson Fury, uh, boxing heavyweight champion, uh, was in the in the audience. Yep. And they he and Braun Strowman had a little bit of a of an interaction there. Uh, Braun had thrown Dolph Ziggler to the barricade where he was at, and I guess you know Tyson took it a certain type of way and was pissed off. Um, and it, it he jumped the, the guardrail after the match was over because instantly was swarmed by like 20,000 security officers. I swear, I was, where, <laughs> where all that security came from, I don't know. It seems like stuff sometimes will happen in WWE and like you won't see any security show up. Yeah, for this segment, all it's like it. the entire like the security <laughs> for the entire arena showed up for that one moment. Okay, whatever. Logic. I guess that that's fine. But um yeah, so that that was teasing obviously maybe a continued thing, maybe a crown jewel matchup between Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman. We'll see. Uh, there was a little bit of a follow-up on Raw that we'll talk about a little bit later, but uh yeah, that was kind of the beginnings of that. Um Roman Reigns went against Eric Rowan in a lumberjack match and Roman Reigns went over in that one. He won that matchup. Um that that match was was a fun one. I would say I I, I enjoyed that one for what it was. Um, all the wrestling, just Roman Reigns doing you know like his high spot basically, um, getting all the wrestlers there and just like seeing all of them get knocked down by the 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 massive weight that that was was flying around the ring was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, overall, I just I don't know. It, it was it was it was a fun matchup. I'm just going to leave it at that. Do you have any thoughts on that? I don't want to spend too much time on that match, but I just thought it was a decent match. You know, even uh, even when Roman Reigns going off the top rope, I thought it was a good visual right there. Yeah, just his athleticism being on display like that is always cool. You know, like sometimes you forget that he's you know he's got that that in him. You know, to do you know it's just not like spear and Superman punch. Like he can you know fly. He can fly. You know, so yeah. it's, it's nice yeah. to see. Um, so yeah, and. and I guess with this match too, there was the um, the Daniel and Luke Harper were a little bit involved in this matchup, um, so it was just kind of previewing. And I don't know was was it set this tag team matchup? Did they say this on SmackDown? Because I'm drawing a blur because a lot of stuff on Hell they himself, did they like did towards the end when Daniel Bryan uh, I believe he grabbed the mic and he said something like I'm I'm just paraphrasing I'm not going verbatim. Uh, he said, Roman, you want to tag up with me and, and beat these guys 
asses or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which actually reminds me. So we still haven't gotten an apology. Uh, September was the day he was, this all started. So we're on the eighth. So we're a month and five days past. uh, Has it been a month already? A month and five days. Yeah. Cause it was September 3rd. It was September 3rd. So a month and five days, still no apology. So yeah. Yeah. We're still waiting, Roman. We're still maybe. Well, maybe he'll get the apology, but that's when Daniel Bryan will turn him. Well, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll talk about that when you're telling us out, because I don't know, man. You're holding on to this, but... I am, man. I still think it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we will see, because, yeah, they, they're taking us real far, but we'll, 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 we'll get to that. Um, so the thing that I wanted to talk about the most uh, from SmackDown, oh, yeah. Brock Lesnar versus... Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. Okay. So this Kofi Kingston, you know, they showed all the people that he had beat. You know, he had beaten Daniel Bryan. He had beaten Kevin Owens. He had beaten Dolph Ziggler. Mm -hmm. You know, he had beaten Samoa Joe. He had beaten Randy Orton. You know, like all these people just he's had a legitimate title reign. You know, it's been going on for a couple of months now. And, you know, Kofi wanted to be 180 days, 180 days past uh, Jinder Mahal. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he's he's Mm -hmm. good, solid title reign. You know, and Kofi had been saying since day one, he wanted to be remembered as one of the best champions uh, that they've ever had. One of the best WWE champions they've ever had. And for the most part, yeah, I would say Kofi had a really strong booking, uh, great overall, like, you know, they, they really built him up really well. Um, I think it got to a point we were both in, in agreement here where with Randy Orton, we would have liked to have seen him maybe drop the pancakes and just get more serious because, you know, it's getting so personal. Why are you still, you know, joking around and being so playful? And we um, said, like, for it would be it would make sense for us for him to drop the belt to him just to continue the story yes 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 lose to randy orton just to continue to build up the 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 heat between the two of them the the rivalry and then maybe culminate that at hell in the cell you know and maybe kofi kingston gets it back there you know there's so many things you could have done there uh versus what they did which was have kofi win and the crowd kind of rejected that in that moment um and and started booing kofi kingston a little bit so you know it, it was just at the end there, I feel like it, you know, it wasn't really handled well with 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 how they did the whole Kofi and Randy Orton storyline, but it was what it was. And we moved swiftly on to Brock Lesnar for this uh Friday night SmackDown. Um and gosh, I mean, for all the work that they did to build up Kofi Kingston, to for it to go down this way was was crazy. So yeah, basically they they announced the two guys. They and what was weird too is they announced the champion first. So they said Kofi Kingston. They they uh, usually on a championship matchup the, the champion is announced last. They're announced second. But in there when the, when uh, Hamilton was announcing both of them, he announced Kofi first. And then and I pretty much is because of Paul, like the way Paul will take the microphone away from that announcer, and he wants to do the the introduction. Um, but it still felt weird. And it kind of felt like the writing was on the wall when that happened. Like, oh, man, they're already disrespecting Kofi Kingston. But cool, whatever. All right, let's see. So it was a dead giveaway for me just on when I saw what time it was. Yeah. Was that, I'm like, God damn it, man. Kofi's losing. That's why I said, I'm yeah. like, up. Because I said, yeah, Kofi's winning. But soon as I saw the time, everything added up. And then Paul Hammond going with this spoiler. I'm like, oh, man, this is all yeah. adding up. This is here we go. Yep, yep. And sure enough, ding, ding, the bell rings. Kofi Kingston rushes Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar picks him up, 
puts uh, uh, hits the F5, one, two, three, matches over. Just like that in maybe what 10 not it wasn't even a minute it was like like 30 20 seconds it wasn't even 20 seconds man let's say 10 seconds let's yeah i think in, it was 10 in in 10 seconds they wiped away his 180 day title reign period it's dead it's like it didn't happen to be honest with you i'm sorry like they they just literally erased kofi kingston they did watched it they, undi- they undid all his credible work yep and uh you know ever since he got the title since wrestlemania and then, you know, and had a, a credible run, too, you know. But this is my frustration with WWE, man. Like, it's right here. Yeah, I don't. I, I really don't understand why you go th- this route to, you know, give Kofi a couple of moves, give him a little bit of time, give him a legit match. Look, Seth or Seth Rollins went two matches with Brock Lesnar, won both of them. You know, AJ Styles. The had, second one, he was hurt. Remember, and this this okay. makes this, it even his logic doesn't even make sense to me. Then see, so that's so again, Miles. If we go back to that, like that's why I was so pissed off about Seth beating Brock Lesnar. You know, because again, it just doesn't make sense the way that Brock Lesnar has been set up in his character. If Seth Rollins is is as beat up as he is. You know, using the what was he using as a as a crutch when he was walking down the ramp? I forget. The chair. A chair? Yeah. Using a chair as a crutch, barely being able to walk just a week before you're supposed to wrestle him in a championship matchup to then beat this man, Brock Lesnar, when you're not a hundred percent. And then Kofi Kingston goes up against them and gets wiped out in 10 seconds. No, nah, man. Like that's just that like you said, the logic doesn't make any sense. Like Kofi, so now you're telling me Kofi is is not in anywhere Seth Rollins league, basically like just, just he is way down compared to Seth and some of the other guys that have gone against Brock Lesnar in the past. Like he doesn't even compare. He was a fake champion. He was a paper champion. Basically is what they're trying to say with this. And I, I mean, it's terrible. that because they did it on, on their premiere SmackDown on a big broadcast network, like Fox, yeah. And they just showed them how weak, Kofi is to to Brock Lesnar compared to Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I mean it just it just doesn't make any sense, and and I don't I don't feel great about like where this is going for Kofi because right after this happened, then you had Rey Mysterio's music hit, and then he brings out Kane Velasquez from UF from MMA, who Kane Velasquez and Brock Lesnar they had a match. Kane Velasquez beat Brock Lesnar. I I don't know what the finish was because I didn't see that fight. I think he must have knocked him out or something because. Brock Lesnar's face said he was oh, afraid was of Kane Velasquez. It was a technical knockout. I remember he watching came, that fight. He, okay. Brock was undefeated. He hadn't been beaten yet. And then he go against Kane Velasquez. And I think he's getting knocked. I want to say he went like one, maybe two rounds. Uh, but all I know that he knocked he he knocked out Brock Lesnar. It was like a technical knockout. The ref had to get off him because he kept on welling on him. And Brock couldn't block, block anymore. Hmm. Well, you know... It, it, it's it's in MMA. That's that's like okay. I would want to see that fight in the UFC, right? Like if they were to announce that for a UFC fight now, because I'm I'm a little bit more into UFC now. I'm watching some of the fights, so mm-hmm. I would be more into wanting to see that. But you know, in the WWE, especially the way that this was all presented, a guy like Kofi Kingston who had won at WrestleMania, who has you know that. It, it, sure, it's died down some from what it was. You know, I mean, it's died down a lot, if I'm being honest. 
But still, I think you should need to show Kofi Kingston more respect than that. But you have him get wiped out, and then you immediately move on to this Kane Velasquez situation, where it seems like that's the next person that Brock is going to face now. So Kofi Kingston is just, and there's no rematch clauses. Like that's it. Like Kofi is just done. Like he's just, they're just going to move on and have so he's at the back of the line again. Yep. It's just it's just terrible. Like the the whole way, the whole combination of of factors uh, with this, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I just feel like, and and again, like Hell in a Cell, just a little bit of a preview of this, like Brock wasn't there, Kofi wasn't there, Cain Velasquez wasn't there. Like, it, it's just, they weren't there. So it's kind of like a sign of things to come where there's going to be times, again, we're back to this, where Brock just won't be at the pay-per-views, just, you know, won't be around. Um, and he's going to be holding that WWE Championship hostage, essentially. And now, because it's on Fox, I'm worrying that, okay, we're just going to get a bunch of, you know, so not celebrities, but like, you know, MMA guys coming in or boxers coming in to to have real quote unquote fighters and real quote unquote athletes, you know, and celebrities be a part of this versus, you know, honoring the actual wrestlers that have been busting their asses and that know the craft really well. Like it's a joke. Kofi Kingston should well be more of a number one contender than Kane Velasquez. What has Kane Velasquez done in, in wrestling, you know, to earn that spot? Like, it's just, it's a joke to me. I just hated that throughout that. Even, I want to say, during that kickoff or SmackDown, they kept on, they had a whole bunch of foreshadowing saying, oh, this is the new era, new era. I'm thinking, like, what did that mean, like, exactly? And I saw it. We're, we're in the MMA world, you know, sports-oriented show now. This is what they want. I wouldn't even be surprised if they called up Matt Riddle uh, for the draft for NXT, from NXT, because they want that MMA feel. They want it make it feel more somewhat real, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, that that's just, um, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, like I, I think if you had some of these MMA guys train and, you know, they were really preparing for, you know, months and, and really got good at, at wrestling, like, you know, Ken Shamrock back in the day, you know, did this and it was fine. You know, or like Kurt Angle was an Olympian and he became one of the greatest of all time. That's yeah. fine. But like if you're doing it just for the sake of, you know, you think that, oh, having these legitimate athletes, legitimate fighters being there is is, is more important than putting over guys who like a, like a Aleister Black or Shinsuke Nakamura or people like that and putting them against Brock Lesnar. I think you're just going to lose a lot of wrestling fans, honestly. I mean, casual fans even will probably look at it like, well, this is an MMA. Like when, when Kane jumped on Brock, you could tell there's a distinct difference between oh, watching yeah. a UFC fight it and is. watching Kane jump on Brock and throwing those those fists at him. Like that ground and pound is just so like it's different. It's just yeah. a different type of entertainment. Because Kane was just basically just sticking outside his when when uh Brock was in guard position. He was just basically staying outside his 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 guard. You yeah. know, but if he was real life, he would be all inside his guard. Right. Yeah, I just I man, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not really digging where where they're going with that. But I mean it is it, it just seems like this is this is where we're going. Yeah, this we is got other options now. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, man, and, and we do, you know, between AEW, you know, the alternative, and you know, NXT now being, you know, just growing and becoming a legitimate brand. Like it's, I think this week, kind of more for anybody who's was is really excited about AEW. You know, you you got reasons to to say, yeah, I, I 
this is why I want to watch AEW over WWE. You know, and for NXT fans, too, it's like, you know, this is why NXT is the gold standard. This is why, you know, NXT just seems better than Raw and SmackDown right now, because with them, like, it just feels like they care about the wrestling fans. Whereas with Friday Night SmackDown, it seems like, OK, it's it's about appeasing Fox. It's about that's what it know, was. They were trying about to, pleasing Fox. Their board members were sitting right dead in front. Wow. Yeah, it's just it's just I don't know the their thought process on that man. I, I don't I don't agree with it, you know. But it, it is what it is. I don't know. I'm a, so let's 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 cap. Well, actually, final thoughts on SmackDown before we cap this off. Uh, I thought it was a good show until the ending. Like the ending sometimes can ruin a good movie, and that's what it was. Like I was enjoying SmackDown, and then I see that ending for Kofi, and it just kind of ruined my whole experience. Yeah, you know, for me, again, the, the beginning with The Rock and with Becky and with King Corbin, like, that was fun, man. And like you say, the pre-show, too, like, I was really excited about what I was seeing, you know, and then going through the matchups. I mean, I, I my the best part of Shane and, and Kevin Owens for me was the, the ending, honestly, of that one, just knowing that it was over, knowing that, OK, well, we don't have Shane McMahon in storylines, at least for a while. So that was was good. Um, yeah, overall, the Tyson, Fury, Braun Strowman thing, I, I didn't like that, honestly, because it's kind of similar to what we're talking about with the Cain Velasquez thing. Like, they're just bringing in these these guys who are green in, in sports entertainment, you know, but they're, they're quote-unquote you know celebrities. Cain Velasquez is green. When he's it comes to training for a while. Yeah, he's been tra- Matter of fact, I could have swore I seen him in a match with Cody Rhodes and... But uh, Cain Velasquez, he was in a luchador mask, but he was, he, I think he was wrestling in AAA. You are, you're talking about, well, I'm t- so, okay. So you're saying Cain Velasquez has has some experience now. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I find that video, I'll send it to you. Okay. But I don't know. Because when, when he was in the ring with Brock, I'm looking at it and I'm saying to myself, just, just a little bit there. I'm going to give him a chance, obviously, like big picture, but, you know, the fact that we got to search like there's a YouTube video of them, like it, it, I don't really count that as like experience, like on the level of say what Brock has been doing in wrestling. You know, like he's still to me like it, the the amount of miles that he has in in the wrestling ring doesn't really compare. When you compare him to the rest of the SmackDown roster, he's yeah. green. You know, yeah, so yeah. like from that standpoint, he's still green. Um, he may have had a couple of matches here and there. He may have been training for a while, but I mean. So have a lot of these guys and they've been doing this, you know, for so long. So I don't know. I still feel like it's the Alistairs, the the Shinsuke's, you know, the heck, the Miz's, you know, like Kevin Owens, like guys like that. Like they're not going to get these championship opportunities. But, you know, Cain Velasquez is going against Brock Lesnar. Like, you know, from a, from a story standpoint, like having this matchup once is like a uh, just a fantasy thing for one well, for one off fight. OK, fine. I get it, you know, maybe at Crown Jewel, sure, but I don't know. I just there's, there's something about it still that kind of rubs me the wrong way because I just I, I just wish that you know some of the other guys that that are there that aren't getting these opportunities would get this opportunity versus you know Cain Velasco shows up and immediately he's going against Brock Lesnar. It just seems like I don't know. I, I, there's something about that I don't like, but. 
That'll do it. You know, actually, we're going to cap this right here and we're going to in our next recording, we're going to talk about Hell in a Cell and then give you a little bit of the roundup on Raw. So we're going to cap this here. So for Devin, this is a feast. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Free Wrestling Podcast.